So macadocious, picture me rolling, drive like it's stolen uh, She sugar-coated, she poppin' pussy for me, I notice I'm in the moment, I feel like Tony, I'm hitting homers If you fuckin' the homie, I keep it secret, I hit your homegirls She wanna party, I wanna pile it, I rock your body uh, Give me love, give me sex, give me top in the morning I've been wildin' the heart out, yeah, with the homies Taxi pulling up deep like it's Cleveland uh, Like I'm LeBron, like I'm LA We do the defense Smoking on potent, baby, I got it It's what you ordered uh, Any and all chata, baby Wanna fuck around and that's my chata uh, Nike's imported, flashing my passport at the border Came out a day go Flew from Tijuana uh, Love marijuana, love me some karma Swap on the come up I played in the sambas, I scored a golazo, got top till mañana Love to my nana, she cooking that fire, she sweet as manzana Love for my sister and love for my baby, that's Ellie and Anya She acting reckless, whoa, I try to warn her She told me she already know I'm So macadocious, picture me rolling, drive like it's stolen it would be dope to have it like a logo where it just looks like 2000, but the last two O's are just like sort of connected. Well, yeah, you know they're, I mean? they're like kind of disconnected, but there's also an arrow that's pointing up because usually infinity is like it's the same thing over and over again, right? So like the idea of like the infinite, infinite sign right there would be that like it's like infinitely going upwards. Yeah, so it's like infinitely elevating. Uh, trying to channel like that Coachella fit, you know what I mean? <laughs> what a what a what a time to to channel that energy. <laughs> With that being said, welcome everybody to uh week five, episode five, Dice Roller Radio. Dice Roller Radio episode five. Here we are host. Strong and alive and well host of the day. Will be aka Will be the Don, aka the Mestizo McFly. I'm gonna just keep hitting him with all that shit with the Mestizo intro. So coming in here looking like Hercules, bro. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> and then uh, I hit him earlier. I was like, "What, what are you doing, bro?" I'm I'm at the gym, bro. I'm gonna hit you back. Like, dude, you hit me that. One. Yeah, what was that yesterday? <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, you hit me when I was at the gym, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm gonna send you all that as soon as I get back from the gym." Um, bro, we be plotting on this shit like heavily through the week. You know, it's a, it's something that's pretty important. You know, that we try to like keep like going. It's like you know, it's not a job or anything, but like. To just always have content and then just to to plan ahead. So, like, when we get to this moment, like, you know, we already know what the hell's going on. It's dope because it it's usually comes down to Monday. Like, all right, who's going to be on the show? And yeah, so I was exactly. like, yo, I want my brother on the show. I was like, yo, I want my brother on the show. I was like, yeah. <laughs> cool. Just hit me up earlier. Hey, come through the podcast. I was thinking, like, oh, sick. I'll come check it out. Next thing I sends me a flyer. I'm on the flyer. I'm like, what the fuck? Yo, that's how he hit me, too. Uh, I haven't been home from Coachella for five minutes, and he gives, <laughs> gives me a call. Hey, man, you want to talk about your experience that you've had over there? I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool, because you're already on the flyer, so you got to be there. That's yeah, you got to be on I was like, all right. I Let's wanted go. this fool to come through. I wanted Sergey to come through since last week, but he was like, I don't know, bro. He's going to da da da. I was like, all right, we'll see what I happens I was in Texas Monday. last week, homie. I know, bro. You've been fucking been making moves. That passport <laughs> on pivot. Yeah, Let's go ahead and introduce the rest of the room. I'm joined here as always. Stilo Suave, Rottweiler, Suave City. Shout out Sebi OG. Just dropped Wadala How to Go Run That on SoundCloud. Bow. 
Um, well, I'm Daniel, uh, the little brother of your host will be over here. Um, you know, I'm 21, drink a lot of beer, rage my face off, and that's kind of what I look forward to in my days. That's, that's What's a up? great thing. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hell yeah. And my guy. Yo, yo, what up? Sergey in the house. Uh, if you're super white, you're going to call me Sergi or Serge. I don't know. I've seen it all. Or I call you Serge, bro. Yeah, I'm not white. Sergey is a pretty <laughs> exotic name. I'm, yeah, I, don't, I'm, I don't know too many Sergeys out there. I'm from Ukraine, you know. Like, I've been out here for a minute, which is why I sound like a white boy, but, you know. I was definitely about to ask you, I've like, where's that name? I've seen a different life before I came from. here to America. <laughs> it is a good place to be. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they also call me Coley. They also call me the Cherub. I think you're supposed to say AK right here, but fuck it. You came here from, like, you were born in the... Yeah, I was born in Ukraine, and we, we moved to uh, Colorado with my family in... Uh, 1999 we came as a uh, religious refugees and we like lived there for a couple of years and my dad does stone masonry you know he works with his hands a lot works yeah. outside and for like the two years we lived there he didn't work for like half a year and that's a lot of time not to be working especially when you're trying to support a family of, of five um so we went out to sacramento to see our family which is like where almost all the slavs live and on our way back to colorado we stopped in san diego mm -hmm. uh, to see some of my parents like friends from russia and the first night we were here, my parents fell in love with this place. And it was yeah, super yeah, funny, yeah. too, because I remember we went to, like, La Jolla to some touristy spot, you know, where all those sea lions are or whatever. And I remember it pouring rain and <laughs> being like, how about parents love this place? It's the same as Colorado. Um, but we ended up coming out, like, two weeks later and stayed for a week. And next thing we moved here. It's fucking sick. Nice. I love San Diego, man. It's definitely home. Coachella went down. Our two guests have something in common. Both of them were intending. So we'll get to hear their little insight on and the experiences of the Coachella. You know? Yeah, we'll definitely break down. Have you down. been to Coachella before, bro? I haven't. Oh no. I've been wanting to go. Uh, but it's just like like the past three years there's always been something yeah. to like hold me back, whether it's like I'm not feeling the lineup or I go to another festival. Like I last year I went to Miami, so I didn't end up going to that. And this uh the last one, I just kind of like wasn't really feeling the lineup again. Just, oh, we're, yeah. You know, once, sick, once, once, once you go, you'll realize how um, unimportant the lineup is. Yeah. To be, to be 100% honest with you, um, the headliners are a big deal, um, to be caught honest. But like you, when you when you walk around and kind of just get a feel for it, like you'll hear some songs that like, oh shit, there goes that person. Like, yeah. I didn't know that that's who sang that. Mm, or like I'm you'll hear some, yeah. you'll hear a band or something that's like, man, they're kind of tight. Like, let me go yeah, check yeah. them out real quick. And then you will like get like eventually to the people you don't want to see. You the know what I'm talking about? I had gone to Coachella, bro. I like there was a gang of foes that I wanted to see. It was like the first time Weekend was there, the first time Frank Ocean was yeah. there. You know what I mean? And like you maybe saw two of them, huh? I didn't even see. Well, I seen Frank Ocean, but I right. didn't see the Weekend, and I was like, damn, like I really wanted to. But then yeah, I yeah. seen later that like it was one of his like bigger like first performances, you know, and like mm -hmm. he was low-key not that good you know i was i was watching the, the live one last night and shit i was like oh fuck was this, this like 2013 uh yeah something around there yeah yeah, yeah. I, remember, I, I remember that one was that the one that drake came out yeah dre and snoop came out with the pock hologram yeah That's that shit fucking was fucking nuts. tight you saw that the one in where person? Kanye was supposed to be there, and Frank Ocean took a spot. Right? Is that what happened? Oh, oh I didn't know that's yeah. what happened. I didn't know. I remember that hearing about that. I remember Frank Ocean, like he wasn't on the bill originally. There's supposed to be there's supposed to be someone else there, and they replaced him with with uh, Kanye's supposed to be there. They replaced him with Frank Ocean, which is sick. yeah. I think that, I think I remember that because yeah. actually when you walk into Coachella, they have um, signs of all the Coachellas and all their headliners, and Kanye was on there. And I mentioned, and I was like, man, that would have been cool to come here in Kanye, but like, yo, that's I never remember that. Yeah, yeah. damn. Yo, you wouldn't believe some of the names that were on there. Um, I think they got Prince one year, 
And like, he wasn't even the main person either. Mm-hmm. It makes me think though, like, how long has like Coachella been a thing? No, I was watching like a like a quick it's documentary actually, um, on it. Ninety nine, I think. Yeah, ninety nine. So, like, really, and they actually, they took so, like a year yeah. off at some point Probably. because they just couldn't get the funding and shit. And then like. And I hear they are paying Beyonce ten mil. I heard. Yeah, bro. And it's been like going hard ever since. They they have like one of the biggest budgets for like like gigantic art installations, like for any any organization, any company. You know what I mean? I I think it might be the biggest festival in the U.S. No, is it bigger than EDC? If anyone knows, I don't know about those stats, but maybe California. Like back to the art, bro. The art this year was honestly fucking incredible. Oh, there were some pieces that I, I was tripped out by, and I was like, "This is sick." There's this one piece when we first got there. I was like, "Okay, cool." Like, you built Luke Skywalker's little like flying engine, you know? Because I didn't really like see it up close. But there was this other building that like looked like Europe, but it was all built out of wire. Like, oh yeah, I didn't know like what it was. I wanted to know what it was, and it came closer. And it was just like a bunch of wire, but it built up these like three different buildings that just look like European architecture. And then like the next day when I was walking by that like Luke Skywalker looking thing, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this thing is sick. I don't know what I was saying yeah. the other day. There was like all these plants growing out of this like spaceship thing that they built. And it's just like covered in plants like coming out of all the crevices and shit. It was super sick. The art, the art it really is worth that it. That sounds crazy. So that, I guess that leads me to my question. Like, so how, like, is Coachella really like just me more with the music or is like how much more is there to Coachella? It's a whole experience. Really? I mean, the like, year that like I went, I was camping. Were you camping? Yeah, camping. Was yeah, I was saying, like, so camping like was everybody camping? Yeah, were, you camp- camp- were you camping at all? I was camping kind of, I mean, I was out there working. So like I was there to go to Coachella, but I was also there to, to, to run the shop with my homies from Aloha Beach Club. Okay. Um, and like one night, we, the first night we were there, we like stayed at a hotel or at Motel 6 across from Ace Hotel. Okay. And, like, we got to Ace Hotel, get some drinks. Yeah. Go back sleep at <laughs> Motel 6 was pretty sick. A little finesse. And then we we did camp one night, the first night of the festival, Friday night. And it's pretty chill. The thing that sucked this year is like for staff, last year they had, like you could bring your car onto the, the campground. Well, this year they, you had to park like five miles away and they'd shuttle you in. Just kind of a bust. I was like looking forward to sleep in my car. Didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> no, I, remember, I remember sleeping and waking up dumb early. It was like already a hundred degrees by like seven type shit. Like, Yo, that, yeah, you, if you're if you're not up by nine, then you're kind of like you got fucked up the night before. It's impossible to sleep in. Yeah, it is. And then especially like, like you said, it's already a hundred by like nine o'clock, just killing you. And the weather like, though this year, the weather was the weather this year was clutch. actually something else. It was like eighties the whole time. Yeah. Ooh. But you really gotta think about like, look, I'm like it's the we gotta account for the weather. You gotta account for the amount of people and just like you know, oh, like no, the, the kind of like how you I, are. I like you know the pit, I mean? bro. Some I like being have in those the artists pit. too. You know? Well, just like think about it, like you're there, like say you're there from like the very beginning and say What's the, the week, the week you went to. No, like I'm just saying, like the weekend, like for example, headlining and like you want to see the weekend up close and personal. So like you like dedicate yourself to like sitting up to the front. You're not getting out of that front, you know what I'm saying? Because there's the amount of people is like building up, oh, yeah. and then it's like, like the if you leave that area. front area, like it's first of all it's gonna be a bitch to get out of because the amount of people around there. My finesse, bro. And then it's like, way yeah. Up to yeah, there's ways. There's like so I, the last big concert I went to was Miami last year when it was around this time. It was in May last year, and like you know, it was exactly how uh, it was. Rolling Loud, Rolling Loud was basically yeah. the laid out the same way as Coachella, yeah, yeah. in a way. So. You know, it's just like it's all the same thing, but it's, you know, obviously Coachella is a lot bigger and you know, the weather is a lot different. But I feel like that that that's the part that plays was it, into it. Who's the closest it. that you got to? Damn. Um, maybe I was pretty close for the weekend. Oh, Post Malone actually. I'll go. Post Malone. Oh yeah, Post Malone dude. I was watching his set dope, last dude. night. Yeah, wow, Post Malone yeah. was super dope. Damn. And I was at the Saharan. Did you go Saharan at all? 
I think I saw some like weird like techno thing at one point. At one of those, I didn't, yeah, didn't really go to the second. It was pretty. Time. It was set up pretty solid, so like you can kind of be close, but like kind of like out of that whole like crowd that you were talking it, about. The, yeah. That tent was like super wide, like yeah. very long. Yeah, yeah, it was actually it was like, like right next to the entrance. Kind of unnecessarily yeah. long. Yeah, but it worked. It did work out very well. <laughs> but yeah, plus one was dope. So it was like, was there like a really good like balance of like music as far as different genres from EDM to hip hop to you know indie rock or something like that? Like, was that like a good balance of, I would of genres? So. I mean, I I honestly didn't see too many shows. I probably saw like eight or nine the whole time I was there. And like Friday night was kind of, I mean, I, I guess I didn't see like the people I wanted to see Friday night, but. It just felt kind of like a weird night. Like it wasn't, there wasn't like too much going on, you know, like I bounced around, saw some stuff. Cause I've been staples and saw Caliucci's, which was cool. Cause they both brought out a feature. Like uh, Tyler jumped out with, uh, with, with Caliucci's. Epic. It was yeah. sick, dude. He just like, he like bounced onto the stage with his like little purple hoodie, like tied around him, did his verse and like and jumped off right the stage out. into the crowd and like kicked it for a minute and then dipped out. Like he was like just hanging out with the people. That's sick. And That's like same so thing with Kendrick. Like we came towards like, the end of like Vince's set, we saw like one song, and then the second song he did, he brought out Kendrick, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That song that he has with Kendrick was fucking, it's fucking hard. Yeah, I can imagine hearing that shit live. I mean, if you're gonna bring out the King, you gotta fucking exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. treat yeah. for the people. You know Come out with a hard ass yeah. song. <laughs> hey, so Coachella Survival Guide, like now that you've been there, I don't know if you've been there before, but three three things that you gotta bring for the people, bro. Like what um, to be prepared. And Especially if you're camping. If you're camping, for sure, the most water that you think you humanly need possible. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people underestimate the amount of water because like it just looks like when you have an overabundance of stuff, you kind of like, ah, do I really need it? But you can never have too much water while you're camping. Uh, second thing I would say is anything anything to shade yourself. Uh, that sun is brutal. That sun is something else out there, Coachella, especially while camping. And you just need every, every possible shade. And three... <coughs> Um, probably just a lot of snacks, you know, like things, things that get you going through the day. What I did was, um, I had a lot of like protein bars, a lot of water, Gatorades to kind of get you energy, uh, granola and just like chips to have on the side or whatnot. Yeah, fruit, because the fruit food for out sure. there is dumb expensive. 14 like, bucks and that was considered yeah. cheap. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just a lot of things that you can just get you going through the day just so like you don't have to spend that money you know what i mean yeah and like sure. you don't have to like if you're really expert like you'll bring the whole did you did you buy any food while you i tried my best to do like one square meal a day oh, you know okay. what i mean like one, one solid ass like one solid ass just like meal. a fucking yeah. dry ass slice of pizza yeah, like, like no, what'd yeah. you get like yeah no, i got i think the first day i did get a dry ass slice of pizza <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does. Uh, it was like eight bucks i was like damn i had like it's the cheapest thing here you don't have no like mexican food oh no they have you know they actually they actually have a Bomb selection of food. Shake Shack like, was there. The shit was yeah. like overpriced. Yeah, no, though, no it's right? actually it's not I just like uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not just like fair like crazy like you know just like little quick foods. They actually have like bomb ass spots that come by like Hell Shake yeah. Shack. I think they had like Pink's hot dogs there too. And like, yeah. yeah, they had some cool ass shit. Yeah, damn, that's what's up. What about you, Sergey? Survival guy, three things. <laughs> beer. Yeah, well, beer whiskey. Too, yeah. Weed. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Some weed. I mean, that was my experience. You know what I mean? Like, I was working a shop with the homies, and like, the homies love to drink. Like, hope, I mean, hopefully they'll never hear this, but maybe they will. I don't know. But like, like Friday, I started drinking at like 9 a.m. And I like, I drink at home. You know what I mean? Like, I'll have a couple of drinks here and there, but like, I'm kind of over getting wasted. And it's whatever to me. But when you're in the fucking tent, 
like selling t-shirts printing t-shirts and like kicking out the homies man like honestly that vibe of just drinking all day long was a sick one <laughs> like we had a michelada for, we had heat. a michelada for breakfast you know what i'm saying like yeah. we stopped yeah, at 7-eleven yeah. on our way from the from the motel six and we got like a little sandwich at 7-eleven and a couple of micheladas dude and it just like felt right <laughs> So, I was I hurting like too. I was hurting heavy because Thursday, <laughs> I was already there Thursday and we were drinking all day that day, you know? So it's like we had to wake up at like 7.30 to open up the shop by 9 because we were like leaving from the Ace. And like, man, I was hurting, but then like we had breakfast and started selling some shit and everything was fine, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, that's dope, yo. And yeah, the food, the food story, at Coachella is like, it is pretty pricey. Like, I think the best thing I had for like best bang for my buck is I got a hot dog at one point. It was like nine bucks, but it was like pretty good sized hot dogs i was like i was down like that foot long hot dog you get from the fair and shit <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> definitely foot long <laughs> damn that's what's up yo i remember going and like we fucking we brought like watermelon and we just like cracked that bitch open like the second day yeah we brought like, a big ass watermelon too yeah yeah, yeah gotta have we, the watermelon we were bringing fucking watermelon. Like cans of spaghettios that shit was whack as fuck it was like yeah my <laughs> homie brought a uh, fucking ravioli like cold ass ravioli yeah bro that shit was a mistake Going back, that bro, was I would just want to go hard and get, like, the fucking VIP, like, exclusive, like, cabana shit. Oh, if like, you go VIP route, um, from what I've seen, they, it looks like they treat you right. Yeah, you know I mean? bro, like, as they get, should. You get, you, you, well, yeah, dollars. of course you do, yeah. but, like, they give you, like, your own little section to just, like, post up in. Yeah. Like, get your own, you, know, you have your own oasis and, and shit. Yeah. That's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> after, after going camping that first time, I was like, fuck, if I'm going to do this again, like, I'm going to do it right. That's <laughs> definitely what, like, all the Instagram models do. I noticed that. Honestly, if of I had course, like all the uh, money, I would I would stay at the Ace Hotel, and then just like Uber into Coachella every day, dude. Because the Ace Hotel is just the paradise. You guys ever been? I have not. No. Yo, you guys got to check it. The Ace Hotel in Palm Springs, especially during the summer, yo. Like rooms are only hundred bucks a night, which is Ooh. super cheap. Yeah, they, because it gets because yeah. it gets fucking hot out there. You know what I mean? It's like one hundred five, one hundred six there. Fucking but during the summer, there. they run this thing where like you know all the weekends you can you can book for hundred bucks a night. And dude, like. I honestly feel like I never really experienced summer until like the last couple of years going to the Ace for my homie's birthday. Like just the best cruise, man. So if I had all the money. Yeah, that sounds tight. I'd stay at the Ace, now. Uber into Coachella, like get VIP like you were saying. You know what I mean? Like see the artists you want to see from, yeah. from the front Hell like yeah. in a little spot where you paid a lot of money for, you know? Because yeah. if you're paying that much money to go to Coachella, like camping, food, blah, blah, you might as well just get the VIP and like just go all out if you're going to do it. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. you really love the lineup. Yeah. It's hard, but a lot of times by the time you see the lineup, it's too late. Like the tickets go on sale and then you got to buy your ticket. And then later you find out like who's all performing and shit, right? Yeah. yeah. This year was a little different because I remember there was still tickets up like within a month after the fact of mm. the lineup drop. So, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. It depends. Like, I guess I guess it depends on the lineup itself because once the lineup, like, like it'll go on sale, but it won't sell out. And then once yeah, the lineup yeah. drops, <laughs> depending on like, like, I remember the year Outcast headlined, that shit yeah. was gone. Yeah, automatically gone. No, that's crazy, yo. You know, same thing with like, same thing with the Snoop and the Dre year too. Like, yeah. I remember that shit was like fucking. I remember that out. morning buying my ticket was a fucking rush because we were yeah. like on the computers, like refreshing, like trying to fucking put in all the like account information and everything. Like, yo, it was a pain in the ass to get a Coachella ticket. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. That's the, so like I don't know this whole side. You know what I mean? Like, like I didn't, I didn't have to get like buy tickets. I've I thought about it last year, and I got to go last year, too, work in the shop with Beach Club. But uh, honestly, I don't know if I'd ever pay for Coachella. Well, we'll find out. Just, no, no, like, on the real, though, like, being at Coachella, like, I love music. Uh, like, I love the artists that are on these lineups, you know, every year or whatever. 
but I would almost rather see them like doing their own show in my, in my town or somewhere else yeah. than like, cause I don't know, dude, the crowds are sick because of the culture and like you get to see all this shit, but it's like, for me, it was a lot of anxiety. You know what I mean? Like I ain't trying to be around all you people. Like I love people, but yeah. that's a lot of fucking people. Yeah, and, yeah. and like the fact that you're paying like, what is it? Like how much is it for a ticket? Like 400 bucks Four four fifty. you're paying like 450, right? to sleep outside somewhere and then go see all this music, which is super sick. But like at the same time, it's a lot of damn people. And like, I honestly would rather go to like solo shows when they're in town or like a smaller festival. I wonder what that shit was like 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Like before yeah. like hella cell phones before like hella fucking just all this technology and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Yo, you would have imagined that people had like was Snapchat on while people were actually like performing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there were more people recording the fact that weekend was crying on stage as opposed to like actually like connecting with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as corny as that may sound like, dude, I saw him crying. Like I felt it. I felt See, I feel like that's what the thing it was crazy back in the day used to be a lot more intimate. Like you were saying, like a lot of people are more focused on just trying, trying to capture the moment. So like, yeah. you know, they can go back into their phone like, I catch myself, like, going to the Miami, you know, last year. Like, I catch myself looking at videos all the time. And I'm sure you still got, like, videos from last year at Coachella that you, like, you know, you could watch or something. You, it's the fact that you have that, like, yeah, the, option. the option to go back and capture it. And I think people really, like, try to get that rather than, like, being in the moment and hearing, like you just said, like, the weekend crying on stage. Like, you know, that's a once-in-a-lifetime moment to, like, see him in that, like, state of mind to just be crying. Well, and performing way, new music like that and shit. The way know? I look at it too is like one charging your phone on Coachella is a pain in the ass. So like, why waste it on Snapchat when you can be like trying to call whoever? And second, service sucks. Yeah, service sucks too. with all those surf, all those so phones bad. in that area, bro. All those people saying. trying to connect to one server. Yeah, it's gonna slow all that shit service down. And also, area. like, if anything's that important, I can always remember it. I saw it. You know what I mean? Like, I always remember the fact that the weekend cried. Stay on it. You know what I mean? I always remember the fact that Eminem brought out Dre and um, who was it? Fifty Cent. I don't need a video to remind me. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but other I people think if, will, it's if it's important enough, it will be there to, yeah. for me to remember. And if you do forget, you know, the fact that you can go on YouTube, I bet you find that shit easy. Yeah. You know someone else other other people will do it for you. You know, you don't got to be like the one to get the good angle and shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. so from see, the that's point like of view of the photographer, like, what what do you think about all that? Like, you feel like, did you capture, like, photos of any artists while you were out there like that? Or I or are you just capturing photos of, like, friends and, like, good times and yes. angles? Yeah. <laughs> see that like what like what you guys are saying is the biggest disconnect like for me once again like as a festival you know it's sick to be around all the people but there's a lot of people and everyone's got a different like agenda you got sure. you know like 70 percent of the crowd was ready to just like go off the clout go off the hype film everything get all this and that you know what i mean and then you're let like people know that they're there you know and, and if you're on your own if you're on your own cruise and like you don't give a fuck you know you're just there to see some music mm -hmm. you're gonna have your you're gonna have a good time regardless but like people will still get in the way of it, you know what I mean? And there's like that's where the and, large and population, the comes large into population, play. you yeah. know what I mean? So like, all that to conclude, buy a fucking VIP and just stand in the front. If like if you're really trying to see some music, like I'm not trying to promote Coachella, right? But you just got me thinking about this. Like, honestly, if I really wanted to see it, I feel like buying VIP makes the most sense because yeah, you're seeing you're it. seeing it, you're and like there. that's because it's it's a lot of people, man. Like you can yeah. stand up in front, like you know, wait, and like plop down which we did a couple like one not a couple times we did it one time for for the tyler show and like it was sick we like we were like walking through traffic like hella people and then we just sat down and we stopped traffic going that way and like we like camped out for like maybe 20 minutes waiting for tyler to set up and like that was sick but at the same time still like, so much fucking people like how are you even supposed to like move around and have a good time when you're just like sardined up like i felt yeah. i was in a can you know yeah 
the music was amazing. I though, like, just like, like that. Like, I seen Chance the Rapper at UCSD. Was he being doing acid there? rap? Or, uh, yeah, he was doing acid rap. Oh, bro. Now it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, uh, a good chance. And like, uh, yeah, bro, it was just a trip because I was up there like hella close, but like there was so many people and I was like, fuck, I don't really like being at shows like this. Like now getting even just to watch like my homies performing, being on the side of the stage, I'm like, I would much rather see shit from that angle for sure, or yeah. at least like in a way where I'm not crowded. Like, yeah. Oh no, bro. Crowds. I don't know about crowds no more, bro. You have to get in kind of survival mode in a way because it's like people will bully the fuck out of you if you're not on your fucking toes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like no, yeah. Or like just start leaning. Yeah, everybody you, just starts fucking leaning. Everyone starts leaning and, like, and pushing, and then you gotta like hold your ground, and then it's just like you get to see how strong you really are if you can hold like all these fucking <laughs> people putting their fucking weight on you and shit, and just trying to like you're just trying to watch the show, and then you're trying to fight for your life at the same time, you know. Like I was, I saw Flatbush one time at fucking Soma. Like I'm, I've never felt like more on survival mode than I've ever felt in my entire life. I like but I was at a concert. Like yeah, I, I was like at a concert like though. Punk rock. Like you're, Dude, it's, it's fucking mayhem and like fucking corner, mosh pits like the entire fucking concert, yeah. dude. It's yeah. fucking nuts. They were at they were at Coachella too, bro. Yeah, and you guys watched any guys watch Flatbush? I saw I saw a couple of their songs, dude. They were lit, man. Dude, Flatbush like, is insane, dude. I've seen Flatbush twice. And each time has been fucking insane. Yeah, they they really like got the crowd going. They just I saw them. A new album too. Shout out them. Well, so, yeah, they did drop a new album. The, the thing is fire, man. Fucking love it. Um, Brockhampton too was man. I saw that one live, and they had hella people, and it was like it was pretty entertaining, man. Like they're a little boy band. Yeah. That fucking kill. Even at one point, man, they said it themselves. Like they all stood together. Like they were wearing this. Like they kind of had this like helicopter on set, and they were all wearing these like vests, you know. And like the, all the vests had or all they had white t-shirts under, and they all had different names. Mm-hmm. Like short t-shirts, like vest over, you know. And at one point, they all stood together. And they're like, "We're a boy band, Coachella." They like bowed. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, you are, but you're fucking killing it." You know what I mean? Like uh, killing it, boy band. Like those guys. Those guys really tore it up. Favorite, favorite, favorite uh, set. What was your favorite set? Yeah, favorite set. Mine, mine had to be Eminem. It Ooh, was like it was, Eminem. Yeah, it was like my childhood. That was like the, one of the very first rappers that I listened to yeah. when I was younger. I think that's exactly yeah, yeah. how I would have um, felt about I it. I think too. the first album I got was probably um, what is it called? Um, the Eminem show. The Eminem show. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And like he was performing all the just all the classics, dude. All the classes. He brought out 50 Cent. I remember listening to that shit on a fucking CD player. Yeah, you know what I mean? What song did he do with 50 Cent? He did um, um, Patiently Waiting, which was fucking hard. And then, um, what else did he No, and then 50 Cent had his um, moment. And he did he did the I Get Money song. Oh, that would have been you know that I get money. See money the thing about the thing about concerts yeah. that I like is like you forget about songs about people I and then they perform it and you're just like fuck this shit kind of slaps. Yeah. I, I would have yeah. loved to have seen that song. But live. you know that like five years ago there was a point where like three months. Oh, I did like that. You yeah. like slapped one of those songs like. Dude, of course. I remember right, when that video came out. I remember when I was like I was like always getting ready for school and I like oh, always yeah. wake up early and I would put on MTV Jams and it was the Jam of the Week. And fucking I Get Money video came on as Jam of the Week one time, bro. And I just remember that song because I remember him just always shouting out, like, I run New York. Yeah, like, I would just say that shit. That shit was I would just yell that shit out sometimes. Like, I run New York. And then he <laughs> did um In the Club. From the comfort of your own home. Have a baby by me, a baby, being a billionaire. You know what I mean? That shit was hard back in the day. Yeah, that shit was tough. And then he did so In the Club, obviously. was your favorite set, yo? Did the creator, no doubt. Yeah. Dope. He was wearing that like fluorescent green, like bro. Everything about his set was phenomenal. Like that was the one that that one show that we like sat down for. And I remember like when we first got there, I just started. I saw them starting to set up, 
I didn't see anything for like 15, 20 minutes. I got up and there's a fucking garden on the stage, man. And I like, I love plants. I work with plants and like plants are a lot to me. You know what I mean? And just seeing his fucking set. Was He's really like, re- re-imaged himself. I'm, I'm kind of happy for him because I've been a huge fan of Tyler and Odd Future yeah. from the very beginning when like him and Earl and like Haji and all of them would drop like just crazy music. Like ass milk and fuck remember and then like what was the other one? It's like got all the black bitches mad because something something something. Yeah. Because my main bitch vanilla. Yeah, exactly. That shit was fucking like yeah, raunchy like, shit. Dude. I remember back in the yeah, dude, and just to see him like how he is now nominated for a Grammy. Like he's got this whole like new jazzy earth wind and fire. He's just like he's grown as an artist. Man. I feel. I mean, he's yeah. grown. He's grown. He's grown as a human. You know. Exactly. That's honestly one of uh, I think it was why it was one of my like favorite shows is just like he was so like honest and emotional about his performance. You know what I mean about the, yeah. these songs that he wrote for the people, like and like the set itself too. Like all of it just was beautiful. You know I, I don't know how everyone else felt about it, but like that was my experience. You know like I saw clips of it. It looked like exactly he just was on a saying. fucking garden. Like I got up on saw a garden. I was like, what's going on? You know, and he yeah. like climbed up this like little. The garden tower that he built that had steps that go down and it's all covered in plants and he was just standing Damn. there for a minute like turned around the song started already and then he like took his mask off he was wearing like a little like breathing mask or whatever you want to call it right. it was also fluorescent green Some kanye shit and he just like went into it man and like shared shared most of his latest project and it was just like it was beautiful man i Good fucking project. loved it yeah, just the the growth, you know, like that's somebody like i could say like i've seen a lot of growth a lot of people say that about like cardi b or something these days just like coming up, but like Did I think see her? Tyler was dope. No, nah, but she definitely grown too, man. She's about she's got two of them inside her right now. You know what I'm oh, saying? Months, <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah, Cardi was turned. Uh, a lot of people said that. Um, who else was that? Do you guys see the yodeling kid? Yeah, that was big. That was that was huge news. That everyone was fucking like hilarious because we just crept we just crept up on we just crept up on some random DJ. And it's like, all right, let's just post up here for a little bit. And all of a sudden, they were like, you make some noise for the yodeling. Well, they said his name, but I was like, oh, shit. And and you just see the little like, white boy. Quiet, you just hear him do his little thing, dude. Oh, cowboy like, set up. Ooh, yeah. that fucking, you know, it was funny. I tweeted uh, right when the footage hit, I tweeted out instantly. I'm like, if you ever doubted the power of the internet, just remember oh, that never. this fucking yodel kid was at Walmart yodeling a week ago. And now he's on the biggest music stage in the face of the planet. <laughs> I've seen him where, like, afterwards, All he, he of the met internet. Justin Bieber, like, on the side of the stage and backstage or whatever. Dude, and they were just, yeah. like, chilling, like, talking and shit. That should look mad funny. He's he's chilling with Justin Bieber backstage, and Justin Bieber's fanning out to him, like, as if this is fucking, like, Tim McGraw or something, bro. Like, or fucking <laughs> some fucking country star, like, if he was at the CMAs last night. Imagine being a little ass kid like that. And well, like, how really else would you feel, bro? You're like some country ass little boy. Like you're probably like he's talking about like you know I used to like eat hay and, and kick in under a, a shaded tree, talking about some real like humble country stuff. And then no, now, I'm gonna tell you guys how he like, feels, yo. Dude, like he's like all that. I'm the yodeling boy, bitch. I'm performing at Coachella. What you got? You think so? You would, yeah, dude. He fucking he <laughs> give him a couple. It. Give him a couple it, months, bro. But either way, he he did it. He was at Coachella. He did it like. I'm sure I'm damn sure he that's how he Ellen. feels. You know what I mean? Like he's on He's Ellen, fucking like bro. I got this shit. Like I don't know what everyone else got. There's a lot of different things going on here in the world. You know what I mean? I'm sure he didn't like grow up around like this. You know the same life yeah. that we have here in California. Right. And he's like, I got this shit. It's fucking sick. Yeah. You know how many artists have like would die to be on that stage? Yeah. This kid just got on there a week after the fact that his fucking video of him yodeling at Walmart of all places. Where you the can beauty get, of technology. You can you get a I mean? gun and a big ass box of cereal. Like in the same store, and this kid is there just yodeling, <laughs> Fuck yes. some random song. 
I didn't know too much like about his background or whatever, but it was a trip to see that, bro. I Walmart hooked that, it up, like, bro. Just, just being on the <laughs> internet and having that that platform, like that's just that's just crazy how like how impactful something like that could be where like a kid like that from like you know some like but fucking like random place of yeah dude he went viral he literally went viral in walmart singing it went everywhere he got on every single tv host show like fucking ellen i I wonder what was like behind you know what i mean or was it just very organic like it just caught on fire dude like you know every i remember when i saw it i laughed like just it was funny like yeah it was hit. funny just yeah. at the moment i remember first that. thing i did was like i laughed and then i shared it with my girl and she thought it was hilarious and she retweeted it. and it's yeah. like you know that's the cycle you know people yeah, see it and they share it when they share it yeah it's just yeah. it's the cycle and then just to have thousands upon thousands and even millions of people just do it to where you get so much recognition to be on a tv show and then to be on the biggest stage and go viral from being just show just being there like you don't even got you didn't have to cheap he he probably didn't even have to just say shit but of course he had to because his whole thing was being, you know, yodeling. So it's like, you know, you got to yodel for the people. But you got to yodel, yodel for the people. You're there. That's what you're known IFP. for. So he could have just went there in some fucking cowboy boots and a hat and everyone would have been went nuts. And he didn't have to say shit. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy to think about when artists perform the same song like so many times. I don't know why I was tripping out on that shit recently. You know what I mean? Like you'll meet about them sometimes that and they'll kind of get like resentful towards it because they gotta like spend like so much of the time yeah. building up to like repeating the same shit you know what i mean they just want to express new shit like well i was looking at dr <laughs> i was looking at dr dre yesterday and they played um nothing but a g thing and i was yeah, just bro, thinking, I was thinking myself i was like man how many times do you think this motherfucker has like really got down with this song? it don't matter how much money do you think he's made just by doing that song bro? i, know, I mean still, yeah, but yeah, i feel like money motivates the hype before the song itself you're like yeah like you know what i'm saying Dr. Dre's one of the richest yeah. people in hip-hop you know what i mean like yeah but like imagine really, getting a check off a song that you wrote 20 plus years ago and you're st- you could still live off of that song just by itself you know what i mean like think about how much money sir mix a lot has just by doing baby got back he doesn't got to do another song in his entire life. Maybe. He yeah. probably got, he got mad money from Nicki Minaj for, for sampling it with that Anaconda song. But just like, you know, just like there's certain artists, but Dr. Dre is definitely not in this category, by the way. But like, just imagine being like a, an artist, like, and you basically are just eating off of one song your entire life. And it's like 20 plus, Damn, 30 plus years. Shit. Yeah, one hit wonder shit, but just beyond that, because just like, I don't know, like, uh, who's another like one hit wonder? I can't I can't think of it right now, but I, I certain mix a lot came to me instantly. It's just like you know, baby got back. Like Vanilla you hear that Ice. song all the time. Yeah, Vanilla Ice. Okay, there's another one with fucking his shit. That yeah, there Ice, used to Ice be shit. like a whole show on VH1 and shit of like uh, one, one hit one wonders. wonders and yeah, shit. yeah, yeah the show. ranking. Yeah. Like they had the best hip hop songs and they had or the best one the hit 80s, wonders. All of the 90s, like all that shit. The Take on Me song was on there by that one group. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. <laughs> what y'all got up for the rest of the week? How was your weekend? How well? How was your weekend? I'll just say their weekend. We were talking about their whole weekend. This yeah, guys, let's fucking let's stop talking about Coachella. I, like Coachella was sick, but like there are better things to talk yeah. about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, Coachella happened this weekend. If Swap City had been performing, I would say I would say it's passing, it's passing gone. I would say it's been it's passing gone. But you know, there's another weekend, which I don't understand, like why there's two weekends. I guess it's that big, but I mean, fuck I it. I remember going to weekend two. I feel like weekend two is late. Like now, nah, weekend two, all the all the grass is not green anymore. Yeah. Fucking sucks. I, I did weekend two last year. Weekend two is definitely way better. There's a whole lot of dead grass everywhere for people just fucking it up. Yeah, man. Like, let's let's go and let's let's segue into some some other shit. My weekend, bro. Uh, 
It was really chill, actually. Like, I had a barbecue with the homies, but I hung out with my kid majority of the time. And we went on, like, a little, like, family photo shoot up north. Uh, we were trying to take some photos of him in this flower field in Carlsbad. Oh, yeah. He wasn't yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Fu- he wasn't really fucking with it, so it ended up being a photo shoot for me and my lady. That's dope. We had some dope photos come out of that. Hell and yeah. then... uh yeah, uh, oh, dude, fucking, I bought Coco for him. He got, he's a fucking addicted to Coco, the movie. Yo, now. that movie's good, though. <laughs> I was like, yeah, damn, bro, you give, your ba- you give your baby boy Coco. Uh, <laughs> I'm in love with the Coco. Yeah. Is, he, is that his favorite song, too? <laughs> if, you, if I played it for him, he'll probably just yeah, like, he's repeat like, it. Coco? Yeah. No, he's the like, movie? He's the type <laughs> where, like, if, like, it's one specific keyword, he'll, he'll, like, just repeat it. So, like, if it's something he wants, so, like, Coco, like, he'll say Coco 20 times until the fucking movie is on. He did yeah. that today. <laughs> so he watches it and then like it was like cars he'll say mcqueen like 20 times until it's on but yeah it's just all that, like mesmerized yeah. and shit yeah that was my weekend you know barbecue with some homies from high school i haven't seen in a while I had a couple military homies That's come by sure. you know we got to chop yeah. it up with them got to travel the world and just to get game from them and just like to catch up with them is always nice you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah yeah That's, people don't really though. change like all crazy you know like i mean they change but through their experiences, but like to have them come back into their natural, like their home and shit, like people, you know, they're they're fucking still the same. I feel so it amazed me on that on that note. He was deployed or? Uh, I got two. Yeah, two homies are deployed. Uh, one like dude, he's like moving on the move like almost every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he just got back from fucking crazy, like out bro. east and shit over in like south carolina and shit but like he was after that before that he was like in hawaii and before that he was like in yeah. some crazy place in like south uh south america and yeah. shit no shout out all the homies that are out there doing that shit yeah doing their thing just in the military like in the military yeah bro i mean my little brother did that for a while my homie dorsey just got back too like uh, uh, he brought me this shit from korea the little dragon shit. Yeah, sick yeah, ass jacket bro him, like like bomber jacket shit with the full embroidery this shit's hard bro but but yeah shout out him Let's see. I kicked it with Alice, bro. I took him to the park. I went to I went to Bang Bang with the homies on Friday. That shit was dumb lit. Uh, Soft as hard was DJing. That shit was fucking tight, bro. She got down. She played some fucking bangers. Oh yeah. Did that shit. Were um, you as were you as lit as you were with the last, uh, the last that, time you nah, went Bang Bang? Nah, it was lit though. It was super. <laughs> he lit. was nah. very lit. I have I have some pictures I can show you, man. That's awesome. That's the, the, the most Bang lit Bang I ever seen. Steel Bang Bang is on Market Street, yo. Yeah. Fuck, man. On like. It was a wild night yeah. for Stilo. Yeah, he was <laughs> just to buy a couple photos, you can just see him out there floating around and shit all majestically. That photo you posted on Instagram was funny. Hey, hell yeah. That shit reminds me of Chicago. Your yo. hair all out and shit. Yeah. That shit reminds me of this one spot that we went to. Oh, man, like that place was of, lit. One of the last nights we were out there in Chicago, bro. We went to this fucking... We went to a couple different spots. We ended up like at this... Um, at this dude's house and he was just like DJing like in this big ass room and his in his like flat for us. Like. That was sick, man. Yeah. Chicago yeah. is sick, man. I love Chicago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You we're guys are going there this week, right? Yeah, we're I'm, back, I'm about yo. to fly out tomorrow. And what are you flying out Wednesday? Wednesday? Yeah. What time's your flight tomorrow? It's like at noon. Bet. Gotta do a bunch of shit tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. But man, I'm stoked. Chicago has really kind of become like another home for me. That's like I, I've been there before. Tight before like the last six months like i've been there a couple times like one time was there to shoot some wedding and another time was there on tour with with uh with like a hip-hop crew and then uh like the next time i went was we went in december to do a pop-up we've been doing like a series of pop-ups called herbal notes it's like a culinary cannabis dining like we started here in san diego and we do it here but uh manny the chef in, in our project um he's from chicago and he's been wanting to bring it back to chicago like for a minute now so we went in December and we did one there and it was, 
it was pretty interesting, man. Like, like doing it in San Diego is one thing because it's, it's hella legal. Like people smoking left and right. Like, well, fuck it, we're smoking inside a radio show right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's illegal in Chicago, and we're like bringing like this cannabis like dining experience. And we like the first time we did it, um, it was pretty wild. They like picked up some traction, which is like nothing that like any of us like expect or wanted to do. But like Eater Chicago posted about it saying that like, oh, cannabis is dining is coming to Chicago. And then like we had a like little emailing was going and got a lot of people respond to us, like around 800 people in like the first like 10 hours of the day. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Yeah. And then um, at one point in the evening, we, like saw some people, like everyone responded how they found out about it. Uh, some people said Fox Fox News. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it said, like, and it was around like nine o'clock. It's like, yeah, fi five. Uh, it was like Fox nine o'clock news. And I was like, no way. And like I go to Fox.com, like find the live segment. And like <laughs> they there were like you, next month, are. a technically illegal supper club called Herbal Notes is coming to Chicago from California to like do this, you know, illegal pop up or whatever. Um, so we were like, oh, we were kind of like, ah, we're going to get fucked. You know what I mean? Like we're going to get caught. Like, it's illegal. We're not really doing anything <laughs> bad. You know what I mean? Like. We're not. You're not harming. We're honestly, we're 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 coming to the city and we're working with the city and we're just like creating experiences for people. You know, like yeah. I don't I don't know if you guys have ever been to like a like a dining experience where they bring out courses. You know, like yeah, a, like yeah, at yeah. a restaurant, it's pretty much the same thing. Like we set up a restaurant in different spots, like either it's in someone's home or it'll be like at some you know some space. We set up in like um, three ten tops. So we can serve like thirty people, and we bring out six courses that are all infused um with either cbd or thc and usually it's like one milligram like we're not trying to fuck up the people like we're yeah, trying not to get fucking we're trying to get super say, like, we're honestly like the whole the whole point of it is we're just we're throwing like dining experiences that are more than just food like people get together and a lot of them are strangers like don't know each other when they get there you know and everyone leaves as friends if not like people are getting like really close you know just like we bring them food and you know there's some drinks going usually like not much either because we're not trying to fuck people up It'll we're trying like to we're trying to create an environment for talk. people to to talk and to conversate and you know to elevate the conversation of cannabis too around the dinner table you know like that's kind of one yeah, of the it's main a goals. fun creative way to you know have a nice dining experience and it's know? beautiful man like i honestly never seen something like this like i've been i've been doing pop-ups here and there with with different chefs uh, with with my company field guide that i own with my friend uh lydia but like We've been doing pop-ups for a minute and like, they're fun you know food is fun like we worked in the industry for a minute in, in the food industry and we know chefs and this and that you know and it's it's all really cool but just like seeing how people respond to this especially in a place like chicago where it's like illegal and we have we have a following there for like most of our like, database is there you know and they're coming to to get this like you know 420 experience or whatever but it's honestly for us it's not even about the 420 experience it's about getting people together around the dinner table and, and breaking bread, smoking some weed and, you know, or eating it, whatever people decide to do and, and just like hang out. Like the fact that we get to like create a space like that is pretty mind blowing, man. That sounds, yeah. <laughs> just like, I remember like when he uh, brought it up to me one time, I was just like, you know, that's pretty, that's like something different, you know, at least yeah. like, cause you know, it's not, it's not so much like, I think you like answered one question is like, you know, it's not all, THC products is CBD as well. If oh, you're yeah. familiar with like CBD, it's most like, of it is CBD. Yeah, it's like it's like you're not gonna get fucking super stoned by eating something out of that. It's a creative way of design. Yeah, know? I fuck with that. That's dope. Super stoked to go out there, bro! I can't wait. Last when time are I you going out there? Time. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. Yeah, the first dinner is Thursday though, right? 
Yeah, we're doing one on Thursday. So and then you guys got uh, something on 420 though, right? Yeah. yeah. So this like this whole series is kind of like the 420 weekend, you know. Um, got to have something out there for 420. Yeah, I honestly didn't want to do it. Like me personally, I didn't want to do it on 420 because I feel like what what like what we're doing isn't necessarily like this like four, like a cliche in a 420 way. thing. You know what I mean? Like it's 420 friendly and like we talk about it like that. But at the same time, it's like it doesn't even have to be on that weekend. But it's also like people love 420. Like we gotta cater to the people, you know. And they're going to have. Honestly, I feel like this will probably be whoever bought tickets for like the 420 day. Like it's probably gonna be the best 420 they ever had because it's just it's a meal around a table, you know. Yeah, you don't, gotta, you don't gotta smoke Some funky tons flowers of blunts, for everyone to enjoy, just, you know. Yeah, you don't gotta smoke your fucking hey, face off. Two just times a day, eat some bro. good food. <laughs> this is very true. I'm up at usually both of them. Bro. Plot twist. <laughs> 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 no, but it's, it's dope though bro just being able to share that and like put that all together it really is an experience and it's awesome like not you're not going to be able to just do that every day you can't just like oh i'm hungry oh you want to go to that herbal notes pop-up dinner that's yeah, exclusive shit like, like not no, everybody's I, doing I booked my ticket like that. for that shit like months ago yeah it's tight yeah just, just imagine just eating food that's infused with weed it's not just like you know, it's not like edible shit you know like people i think that's another thing people probably get like misconstrues about it's like it's not like an edible type thing it's like you know you're eating you're fine dining but it's got you know some shit in it it's 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 really it really is elevated dining like we bring out a a communal a communal course called vegetables and it's a bunch of different vegetables that i go get at the the market the morning of or the day of and then we just like have them laying there in the on the bar when people arrive like what the fuck is going with those vegetables and we turn them all into um ways that you can smoke out of them we pass out like these like trays of vegetables and, and a couple of different strains they get to get to choose from and like it's a very <laughs> it's a very communal thing you know what i mean around the table you may, you might like pass around a bottle of wine you might like pass the bread you know this or that this is like a whole different way of like passing something around the table like somebody be holding a broccoli head for someone and like the other person will be lighting it for them or like someone will pack it for them it's just like a very cozy communal thing that you don't really see around the dinner table as much anymore. You know and what I mean? You're just like kind of there. You eat like food. You might like shit. pass something and then whatever. Like this is something like you pass, but you're also interacting. And I mean, it's for, for those who like it, you know, I think I think it's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's dope. The times that I've seen this fool do it, like he, he, I don't know. He's done like a broccoli. I think the broccoli was. A yucca root. Uh, dragon fruit. What do we got? Dragon fruit. The yucca fruit. Winter squash. Eggplant. White eggplant. Watermelon. We've done it all, man. Oranges, le- lemon. Sounds like you've done Honestly, it all. Honestly, the yeah, lemon, anybody can make a lemon piece at home, man. The easiest thing to make, you just like, especially if it's like like a lemon that's got like a big rind, you just like poke a hole, two holes through it, you know what I mean? And you got yourself a little bowl. And it, like, and it feel, it, it like tastes <laughs> good, you know what I mean? It's got that little like citrus flavor to it. I mean, like, I'm not trying to smoke out of a, like a fruit or a vegetable every day, but the lemon, when I did the lemon the first time, I was like, damn. If I'm ever in a tight spot, I'm going to fucking smoke out of a lemon because this shit's fire. Fucking, I remember the Apple days. Apple, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Apple's Sorry, always been a classic. That's yeah, definitely classic. the first yeah, time I smoked it. The Apple. fucking potato and shit one time, too. Stupid. But yeah, hey, shout out Chicago. You know, a lot of deep roots in Chicago. My mom's from Chicago, so love out there. Got some family, too. So you guys will be out there this weekend for 420 promoting that. So... Sounds like an eventful weekend ahead of you guys. Yeah, it's pretty sick, man. We, we also sold out like in the first week of like launching tickets, good. which hasn't like hasn't ever happened, you know, to any of our events, and it it feels pretty good, man. Like we've been going at this for like a year and a half, just like doing. We've probably done not probably we did sixteen events. Like this will be 
this once we're done with this tri- like round, it'll be 20 events that we've done since we started, and it's a lot. You know what I mean? Like I also, yeah. I, I, I like this is not my main thing. This is a side, not even side hustle. It's like a side project that it takes a lot of time. You know, like I, I run a I run a business, a creative studio, where that's like where I, most of my work is is you know photography, filming, creative direction, like this and that, and like creating herbal notes w- with our friend Manny and, and my business partner at Field Guide Lydia. And, like was a kind of, it's been wild. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a lot of work, and then it's sick to see it like come together and and just like work. Like definitely very thankful for all all the people involved because they wouldn't work without it. That's good. Hell yeah! Shout out everybody that's a part of that. Shout out Herbal Notes, yo! Shout out Phil Guide. Shout out Lids, Manny. Hey, bro. Even Albert, yo, like fuck, you guys. Are Shout out Indigo in the studio. Team, yo. Shout out Indigo. She just woke up. <laughs> so as we come to an end on this, any any Rottweiler news, anything that you want to well, share with us with that? Swap City taking over. Chicago, bro. I got a lot of pieces ready. So Some new stuff or you just... Or I'm bringing like, back like our most OG like dog's print. It's like the one with like the big like colorful dog like on the back. Okay. And with yeah, the, with the red ROTT. So And uh, they're probably not even going to get finished till, till I get out there because I have them only... I have them like halfway printed. So I might be able to print the fronts in the morning, and then I got the tags, so I might have to just do the relabeling out there when I get there. So oh, yeah. we're gonna do that. I got a bunch of blank shit that I'm taking with me out there, so hopefully we'll get some um, some uh, Rottweiler Herbal Notes collab, some new prints, in. and then just yeah, get them some yeah, every yeah. like the f- when I went out there with them, um, I ended up spending like two days, l- the first two days, like looking for a print shop, and I found a dope ass one, and like they printed this shit same day for me. It was dope. And then uh, the second time around, like the last time that they went, I wasn't able to go. And I had like sent some stuff to get made at that same shop. And uh, I think they were like a little bit slow with it. They probably could have gotten it done a little bit faster, but whatever. They um, they got some cool shit done. So there's been a lot of Rottweiler like floating around out there. Like there's a yeah. lot of shit out there that says Rottweiler that's floating around back like in Chicago right now. And I'm about to take a whole lot more. I'm not trying to bring none of it back. You got to touch down and, and meet the people out there. Hell yeah. No, I'm about, to, I'm about to link up with one of my old homies I used to work for. Um, it was like one of my first graphic design uh, gigs was a, a shop called Headquarters. We're five in the Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, so I, I was a designer there for a minute, and I hit him up today, and he, um, I know that he stays out there, and he was just like, oh, I just got back. Like, like yeah, hit me up when you get out here. I'll, like, you know what I mean? I was like, fuck yeah. Like, Anything you want to share? Probably thanks for that. Um, no, nah, man. Thanks for having me on here for the second time, for like the first real time. Well, this will be the oh, one that'll be published. He ran the, love, he ran the, te- he ran the test, the test uh, one on that. Yeah, that was the first first test subject. Didn't make sure all the shit was working. Oh, fuck yeah. That's what's up, yo. Before uh, we head out, just, you know, I had a couple of topics. You can just skim through them. I don't know if you guys care about, you guys care about this Starbucks thing, what's going on? Like, this whole... A uh, big thing that happened with Starbucks. Every, everyone's, everyone's. Yeah, right. <laughs> <I got a laughs> Starbucks earlier. Man just pulled out his Starbucks drink. He walked in here with. Oh totally yeah, what's up, baby? It. Basic as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like a little Scam. quick story. Uh, there's like a Starbucks in. Uh, I forgot where it was. I think it might. I think it's Philadelphia. It might be in actually. Yes. Uh, but apparently, like these two black dudes walked in there and. Uh, they didn't order anything, but they were waiting there for like 10, 15 minutes. And then the manager called the cops because they were just sitting there, but they were meeting somebody there. But they hadn't, you know, so the cops got there, got mad aggressive and like, you know, arrested them and uh, threw them in jail. But as they were arresting him, the guy they were meeting walked in there. It was like this white dude. And he was just like, why are you guys arresting him? He was just super outraged. Like, you know, like and he just called him out for their blatant racism and shit. So 
it, it got it, it sparked a mad debate and like it got, went viral the video went viral and it's like now you got people out here protesting starbucks the ceo of starbucks came out and was talking about like oh this isn't our standard like you know i take full responsibility for this as a ceo kind of just taking like you know he was like acknowledging all that and just taking blame for everything which i feel like is kind of rare for most companies like they don't really like the ceo doesn't just go on on tv and just jump out in front of that so well i'm sure he was pissed man that's fucked up like, yeah so no one I mean, should like, be treated like that anywhere and that happened at one of his you know establishments so like i'm glad he came out that's yeah so sick. people see people are outraged by that but it's just kind of like you know just it's another incident of things going on in this world right now they're just like really being I mean, I'm outraged too. Shit, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's just, it's a fucked up situation. Like you know, Starbucks. Like I've seen hobos in Starbucks like fall asleep in there, and like nobody's ever bugged them. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, like now a, yeah. to have like two individuals who are like meeting somebody, and like they're only there for like ten minutes or something. You know, and then to have the cops come in, it wasn't even like two cops or nothing like that. It was like five like squads, bro. There was like a bunch of cops in there, like bike cops, fucking like squad police officers with the fucking vest on and shit. You know what I'm saying? They were just like flexing on these two dudes who happened to be black. And they were just like, you guys can get the fuck up out of here. And like they held they held them in jail for like until like one or two o'clock in the morning. What did they do? Nothing. They were just sitting there waiting for some guy. And it was funny because the guy walked in. If you watch the video, the, there's like this white dude. He's just outraged. He's like, like, what did they do? Like they were just sitting there, they're waiting for me and blah blah blah. It was oh, just like maybe Matt, they thought they were like some other. Nah, yeah, I don't know. It's like, but they were, like they were claiming like one of them used the bathroom without buying anything. Like they were just sitting there, like and, oh, it was, and it's like fuck? you know Starbucks. And I should have been arrested in Starbucks many times if that's the case. Yeah, fuck you know that. what I'm saying. Like that shit just happens all the time. It's just like in this case, it's like these two dudes, and you know, it's obviously gonna spark some shit. Like you know, Black Lives Matter got involved all crazy and. Just like there's like yeah. there's like a lot of protests on at that specific Starbucks. You know, where like, was this? I, I want to say it was in Philly somewhere. Oh, yeah, somewhere in Philly. Damn. And yeah, dude, that's just fucked. But that happened this week as well. So, you know, anybody going to protest Starbucks anytime soon? <laughs> that's what that's what everyone's asking for. <laughs> sip, sips tough as, as we speak. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, I can't, man. I fuck with Starbucks. And I don't think they've they never kicked me out, though. And I've done yeah. that plenty of times. Like cases where like I feel like I, if that were the case, like I should have been kicked out on a lot of incidents, but it never happened. But two gentlemen waiting for like 10 minutes as they're waiting for an, an individual to like meet them because you know it's like starbucks is kind of like that area like you know you go there to work on shit you connect you go to the there, meet people you know what you I'm meet saying? people you network that that was I supposed so to be the whole persona of it you know get a coffee and fucking network with people but you know obviously that's not even the case these days i saw a joke it's like if you order your coffee black you make sure it's takeout oh uh, too soon too soon <laughs> That was fucked. I know. That was. I saw that on Twitter. Twitter's a fucked up place, bro. It really is, man. The internet's fucked up. Yeah. So but that also was, does a lot of good things. And, and then we got the yodeling boy. The yodeling boy. That was another <laughs> topic I wanted. That was one topic boy. I wanted to bring. It was Coachella, the Starbucks thing, and then the this one. I don't know. If, just a quick input. There was a a, a rap debate between Ti and Gucci Man. So Ti uh, was it, was is it, it like a debate or is it just like who started? No, it's a, it's a debate because there there's contenders in there that people like threw in there. So Ti spar- uh, sparked some uh, a debate by putting out a post uh, talking about like his first very first um, album put out in 2003 called Trap Music. So he claims that he's the originator of trap music in Atlanta. But Gucci Man has something to say about that. <laughs> and he said that he was because he had a project called Trap Music as well, but it was a mixtape. When was it? I think that was in 04. Oh. 
Well, chronologically, I mean, 2003. Yeah, I know, 2003, but it was just like, but I feel like the whole life. Like, but they're saying, but he's saying like he named it that in 2004. He named his mixtape that, but he said he, that he's been like referencing the word trap in his songs before that mixtape. Oh, like I think so, the word trap is not what he probably meant. But then, you know, there's then. other people that bring up other contenders, like people bring up Young Jeezy. For example, oh, like, yeah. you know, you got Snowman. Yeah. So like between those three, I feel like we're like the originators of what is now glorified as like trap music. So I don't know, like between the three of them, who do you guys think is the originator? Are they from the same? They're all from Atlanta. Yeah, they're all oh, from Atlanta. I feel like T.I. is the one, man. They probably had like T.I. Some like same OG that fucking put. You know, it's funny. I read the entire autobiography of Gucci Man recently. Yeah. I have it as a, an audio book and I oh, finished okay. it. And he he speaks on his perspectives from T.I. He actually beefed with Jeezy for a long time. That was actually well documented. Yeah. And then T.I. too, he was actually beefing with him and some shit. Because, like, you know, they're all from different parts of Atlanta. So mm. it's kind of like, you know, like regular beef shit. You know, like, mm. you know, they're not they're not from the same area, but they're from the same city type shit. Mm. And then just like, you know, just regular hood shit, just like territory and like, you know, you sell to this. But then it got to a music level. You know, it got pretty tricky, especially with like Gucci and Jeezy, which, you know, there's like, like it's pretty documented like their shit goes all the way back where like you know gucci thought cheesy set him up and he like you know gucci killed one of jeezy's homies type shit it goes deep like that so um yeah they came about all at the same time but it's just like i think the who originated it it's kind of big especially in this climate because that's like the number one like thing like the genre of hip-hop right now if there was like a sub-genre of hip-hop like what's like really in demand is like you know these trap artists like you think amigos and young thug and Metro Boomin and like Mike Will made it like all these dudes stem from those three somehow from just being from Atlanta, just like all the biggest names in music in general, not even just hip hop. Yeah, but, like Future, you know what I'm saying? Like Future stems from that too. I fuck with Future. You know what I'm saying? So Future's like, dope. it's like yeah, all those heads, bro. I mean, I two chains, all, bro. Two chains is in that same bracket. I'm kind of over it though, man. To be honest, like I still listen to it, but I'm just over all this music with like no substance or technically all substance like it's all it's all about like money bitches drugs you know what i mean that's kind of like the essence of pop music though because these pop stars are but i'm I'm over it man like i'm trying to hear some good shit you know what i mean like but i think that's what the the essence of pop music is like it gets oversaturated and overplayed to where it's like you feel that way now because it's like in the public eye so much and you hear it all over the place from all these different it's artists. It's never going to stop. I mean, it's not going to stop. No one's exactly. going to stop. Until, I'm just trying to hear more good music. Until you know the I mean? new sound comes up and or lets you go out and discover it yourself. Yeah. Because like right now, what's oversaturating the market is this you know trap sound that's been over glorified forever to where now we have something even more sub... Uh, is not to where now it's just... You, got this mo- yeah. it's an, it's an, uh, nah. you have another sub from trap I mean, music from but, mumble rap. You know what I'm saying? Like all that though, shit. Bro. I mean... When you go out and listen to it, like, that shit is tight. Yeah, given the different, you know, given the circumstance or the situation you're in. But, yeah, I so mean, I don't know, bro. It's, what you I guys? it's kind of hard to have that debate. It's just, like, it's a matter of preference and timing. Like, sometimes you're going to Situation, it, your not. environment. Well, who do you who do you think, like, would, if you had a, cha- a choice between those three Ooh. that I just named, who do you think was the originator would be? Yeah. You said T.I. So, who who? I mean, you? I just, I think T.I. probably made the word... Trapping and yeah, you really do got a mad headband. Right, um, I just I think Ti kind of invented the word and kind of like the context it's used in now. But Gucci Man kind of started the whole movement where it is today. So I think that needs to be kind of clarified. Right that now. has to be like acknowledged. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Sila? Who do you think? 
T.R. T.R. I think I'll go with T.R. too. Even though Jeezy did have some fucking hits, Jeezy but you know, hits, back in sure. the day, like 03 too. But cool. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty much all the topics that I have for this week. We got really heavy into Coachella. Okay. Talked about your guys's go VIP if you go. Don't forget. You know what I say? Don't go VIP. Your water your beer. If we learned anything from uh, your guys's Coachella experiences, to whiskey, weed. bring a lot of water, have some weed, get the VIP experience. Don't take too much caffeine. Don't take too much caffeine. Don't drink a monster and a rock star at the same time. Unnecessary. Super unnecessary. It just sounds like a bad and time. Caf- and plus caffeine pills. Years of caffeine. <laughs> no, it's like you're set, you're set for abuse. like a good years. Shout, Shout out saving it twice. Something else. So yeah. I've been going viral lately. Yo. Coachella. Fucking <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> and the topics, you know, weekly topics that I have. Right but yeah, man. Hey, thank you guys for coming by. Hey, thanks for yeah. having me, man. I honestly had like had no idea what I was about yeah, to walk definitely. into. And, uh, thanks, Sergey. Yeah, man, first, I've never been on a podcast. Like I'm, I'm looking forward I talk to, to people week, a lot yo. personally, but you know, this is this is kind of like kind of weird. Yeah, we just try to keep it like within <laughs> the fucking context. Try to make it like a weekly thing. So hell yeah! Shout out to everybody on Instagram. We had a couple like in and outs of the live stream, but you can find this shit on the SoundCloud link that we will be posting sometime this week. We haven't really like chose like a specific day of when it comes out, just but just, just stick with us. You know, there's <laughs> there's you know life shit that happens. It'll be out this week. Uh, shout out Daniel. Shout, shout out Sergey. Shout out Stilo. Thank you shout everybody for listening. Don. Shout will out Will be, Will be, aka Will be the Don, aka the Mestizo McFly, Woo. coming at you sideways, coming back from the future. Shout you know out what Indigo it is. for being so nice and sweet. Yeah, yeah, Indigo's killing it, guys. That's Indigo, we have a second dog day. I've been having this you guys, dog. Yeah, yeah, we got a dog up in here, bro. That he just got yet. What you said yesterday? Yesterday, bro. We just got, got it yesterday. He, said he just got this dog. In She's here. a fucking dream, bro. Like I'm there. Been real content, real chill. You know. Yeah, like I said, uh, we'll have the SoundCloud link up. You want to hear the full? Man, version. I just run with the gang. Ace that boys came with the flame. And uh, yeah, gang, we're out. Gang, gang. They talking down on my name. Don't let them run off with the name. Man, I just run with the gang. Ace that boys came with the flame. Gang, gang. They talking down on the gang. They wanna rap with the name, but this ain't no regular name. Gang, gang, they tryna run with the name I might pull up with 3K, but I do not fuck with no claim Gang, gang, them boys not flexing the same I'm done with adjusting the fame Pull up on your set, leave a stain Gang, gang, I tell them come fuck with the gang I tell them don't fuck with the gang It's time to fuck up the whole gang Come fuck with the mob, shout out to the lords and the gods In love with my bitch cause she buy My ice like the stars, I tell that bitch cover your eyes Cause fucking with me you go blind She losing her mind, we kiss the Frank Ocean and blind Cause this is my bitch to go